This thing is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top of tricky. Hey guys, in this episode, I'm going to be covering Thrift of Mammon number four, which is Persistence is Paramount, uh, Overcoming Life's Challenges. Um, unfortunately, guys, the reality of life is that um, you're going to have difficult moments. It's unavoidable. It happens to everyone. And um, the key is to be able to uh, understand that, that, that it's part of life and to uh, change your mindset to be better equipped to deal and learn from these things because they can become extremely positive forces in your life over time. Um, So guys, listen up. This is extremely important. This is stuff we're all going to deal with. It's not easy subject matter to discuss or hear about. Um, But the important thing is that when you're working towards your goals and objectives, um, that you don't allow... uh, difficult moments in your life to get you completely off track and halt your progress. Yes, difficult times will definitely slow you down at times and that's okay. Um, But you got to be able to learn from them and be able to deal with them so that you can uh, continue on course towards the things that you want to accomplish in life. So listen up guys, this is not an easy subject matter to discuss, but so very important. Hey guys. It's uh, Friday, March 22nd, um, around 6.30 in the evening. I'm driving back from Ottawa. It's currently snowing. Yes, after the winter we've had, it's still snowing on March 22nd. So awesome, I must say. Um, In in this episode, uh, I am going to cover um, Thrift Amendment number four, which is persistence is paramount and that might sound a little bit uh, almost repetitive with thrift amendment number three which is uh, consistency is key Um, but the subject matter in this is going to be completely different it's um, really not so much to do with uh, with uh, like what I talked about in thrift amendment number three it's not about uh, you know maintaining consistent effort over time uh, towards your goals and objectives. That's not uh, what I mean by persistence in this particular case. Um, what I want to talk about today is is something that's uh, not necessarily the most comfortable thing to talk about for most people, um, even for myself. What I'm going to talk about today is it's going to be extremely uncomfortable. Um, and it's a subject matter that we really, in general, don't want to think about it. I know if you're young and listen to this for sure. I mean, when I was young, I didn't want to hear any of this kind of stuff. Uh, first of all, when you're younger, you just, you know, you don't expect any of this kind of stuff. And, and then when you get older as well, it's not something that um, you're overly excited about. That's for sure. And what I want to talk about today is the fact that life is life, guys. And, and the reality of life is that things are not always going to go perfectly in your life. Okay. Um, it's just part of life. You cannot avoid it, um, but there you you are going to have some setbacks. You're going to have some tough times. You're going to have some very difficult moments. You're going to have some things that blindside you. 
things you're not expecting. Um, there's going to be all kinds of stuff. And, and I know that sucks to hear, and it's not something people want to talk about. But I think um, what's extremely important is is to to face that and to accept it. And it doesn't mean you have to be depressed. I mean, I know, I know when I was younger and the first time I read that, that basically that, you know, stuff is going to happen in life. It's unavoidable. It was depressing. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, uh, you know, I want my life to be great and perfect. I want things to go wrong. And, you know, and when you're young, that's, that's your hope. But, you know, you quickly realize as you, you know, life goes, goes on that, you know, stuff does happen. There's things that come about that you just don't expect. And, and, you know, things that just, just happen. It's just part of life. And, uh, the thing is, is, you know, if you could just change your mindset on how to view it, accept it first and foremost, and then start to work on your mindset on how to deal with it. Um, you could start to see what we call adversity in your life, uh, become something that's extremely valuable. And, and basically when I'm talking, um, persistence is paramount. I'm talking about being persistent in dealing with adversity in your life. Okay. Um, I think that we have a very screwed up society in a lot of ways. Okay. We've developed a society where we want to, uh, remove adversity from our lives completely. Um, especially, you know, in our kids' lives when we're raising kids, if you have kids or if you plan to have kids, you know, but we don't want our kids to struggle. We don't want our kids to go through stuff. So we try and make things easy for them as much as possible. And it, I get it that it comes out of love. I have kids myself. Uh, I know it's not easy when they go through difficult things. But adversity is it's got to be it's got to be changed in how we look at it, especially now. Okay, I think it's so important. I think what we do is we we villainize adversity. We see it as a bad thing. And I think the reality of life is that we need to start seeing adversity as a good thing. And we need to start putting it on a pedestal because it's so good for you. I mean, the only way that you learn and grow as a person is through adversity, is through getting outside of your comfort zone and dealing with things that are not easy. Because in dealing with those type of things, that's what starts to create changes in your life, which starts to create changes in you. Okay, and, um, and and the reality is, is I can give you all kinds of practical information. I can show you how to uh, be consistent and teach you different things on how to implement in your life to work towards your objectives and your goals. Um, and all that stuff is great and it's important. And, and the thing is, is you can control all that. You can control all how hard you work. Um, you have all that in your control in terms of the practical side of building a business or pursuing what you love. Okay. And you can put a plan in place and you can start putting in that, you know, maintaining that consistent effort over time to work towards your goals. But unfortunately what you can't control in life is, is when things happen and then they will happen. Okay. And, and sometimes, oftentimes they can be things that are extremely, extremely, um, difficult and it can slow down your progress into working towards towards your goals okay and that's understandable and that's what it means to be human okay the thing you can't do is you can't allow the setbacks in your life to stop your progress completely and that's where you have to persist okay you have to do what you 
whatever it is you have to do to get through a difficult moment, okay, uh, you have to allow yourself that because you deserve it. I mean, you know, if you're going through something difficult, it's understandable if your your focus gets shifted a little bit and it's hard to maintain uh, your effort. Um, it's understandable, but you have to persist in working on getting through it so that you can consider continue working towards your goals. And and the thing is, is that what I want to talk about today is hopefully to start to alter your mindset. Okay, um, I think a lot of you will be able to relate what I'm about to say, but I think all of us in our lives have uh, have gone through something and. At the time, it seems extremely difficult, but eventually down the line, it turns into a blessing in disguise. You know, I think if you have, you know, you're not, you know, 12 years old listening to this, if you have any type of life experience, you have experienced some difficult times and you've persisted through them. And eventually those things that seemed terrible at the time uh, became a blessing in disguise because you either went down a different path that was better than the one you were on because of the difficulties, you grew as a person, you became smarter, wiser, stronger, um, and just more polished as an individual because of it. So if you've had any little taste of that in your life, you understand that, you understand what that can do, okay? Um, and the thing is, is at some point in time in your life, if you are conscious of it, you will be able to, you know, reprogram your mind to understand that when that's happening to you, okay? To understand that when something goes wrong, that it's for the good. It's for, and ultimately, it'll be a blessing in disguise. And if you can be aware of that as it's happening, well, then you change the game a lot, guys, okay? And I want to talk to, you know, I, I, I'll start, though, because what I'm going to talk about is a lot of the stuff that I've gone through, I've gone through a ton of adversity in my life. I had a really, really difficult and painful childhood that shaped me. Um, I had a lot of stuff happen during my career as well. I had personal stuff, had personal stuff happen to me. All that's been uh, equally difficult in their own way that I've had to deal with. And, um, and I want to talk from that perspective. But I, I have to put a little bit of a disclaimer on that because I am going to talk about being able to you know change your mindset and to be able to deal with difficult times in your life in a different way and to see them in a different way but I can only come from as, as deep as the things that I've dealt with okay unfortunately I've been blessed you know I had a, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life but I've been absolutely blessed that I've never had to deal with any major illnesses in my life and I've never dealt with any major tragedies in my life I've never lost someone suddenly um, I've never had to deal with a life-threatening disease. So um, that alone, okay, and becoming aware of that has given me incredible amounts of perspective. And always having that in my mind um, really keeps things in perspective when I am dealing with things that, you know, for me are extremely difficult. But if you, you know, can put that perspective and say, well, you know, people have it a lot worse, it just gives you a bit of an edge. So. I'm going to talk about ways you can deal with adversity, but I really want to make it clear that uh, that I want to separate from anybody who has dealt with um, 
you know, life-threatening diseases uh, or major tragedy in their life um, that I, I just, I haven't dealt with that. So I can't, I can't give you a perspective. Um, I can theorize that you still have to be able to do the same things in life to deal with it, but I understand it's a lot harder. It's a whole other level of hard when you're dealing with such uh, devastating things like that. Okay, so what I'm gonna, what I'm talking about is more or less I'm gonna talk to people who've gone through a lot of, a lot of heavy shit, um, and you may, you know, you may, it may have affected you, and it probably has affected you in a lot of different ways, and. I want to talk to you about the importance of being able to um, take those experiences, either what happened, learn from them, or if they're happening to you now, and continue to learn from them, and and develop a way to deal, an understanding in your mind, okay, that you can always have there, okay. A lot of times, emotions and things will take over when you're dealing with difficult times, and that's understandable. That's just being human. As long as you have that little piece in your mind that understands some very valuable things that that this is probably happening to you for good reasons that ultimately there will be a, ble- a silver lining to what's going on and that you know that this is an opportunity if you could just see it that way okay and that's what I'm talking about today is being able to retrain your mind to deal with things because things are gonna happen and it's just much better to be to teach yourself to be persistent by understanding um, what I just said that things will happen but if you can approach them in the right way and take the experiences that you've had then you can get through them and you can make the most of them and you can actually get to a point and it's gonna sound crazy but um, and I'm not talking about major things but if I'm working on something and I have my mind focused on something and it completely goes wrong, okay? I'm at the point in my life now because I've had enough experiences where um, I start to get excited. I, I start to just realize that I'm like, okay, this is not working out. Things are not working at all, which means that there's a lesson here. That means that it's not working out because I'm supposed to go down a different road. And I've actually been able to train myself to, to see things that way, train my mind to see things that way, and, uh, and I get excited about the opportunities instead of getting upset that things aren't going my way. And it's a game changer when you can do that, guys. It really is. And it's extremely helpful as you're pursuing your, your objectives and your goals, okay? Because like I said, it's unavoidable. Stuff is going to happen, okay? Things are going to go wrong. There's going to be financial things. There's going to be relationship things, personal things, okay? Stuff is going to happen. It just does. So the best thing you can do is to understand that, accept that, and train your mind to deal with it a little bit differently, okay? So um, I think, you know, I'm going to talk basically about uh, my own personal experiences, um, and this is not going to be easy for me to do. Um, This is just not difficult things. I'm an unbelievably private person. And it's because of, you know, my life growing up and the difficulties that I faced and dealt with. And uh, it's not going to be easy for me. But I also understand that it's extremely, extremely important that I do this. 
because I know a lot of people listening to this, um, you'll be able to relate. And I know a lot of you, I guess, in a sense, look at me for some guidance and, uh, you know, whether you're pursuing a career in thrifting to become a professional thrifter or you just want to be someone who pursues what you love and you think you can find something in what I have to say. Well, I think it's very, very important that I share to you that, you know, it's not been easy for me. And, it's, and I've had my own sets of difficulties, lots of them. And, you know, if I could do it, then so could you do it. If I could get through it, then so can you, okay? And the thing is, is I also want to talk to you, a lot of you who have dealt with a lot of stuff early on in your life, and that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, it can create sort of a seed in your mind that, you know, when you've dealt, dealt a difficult hand early on in your life as a kid, it can create a seed in your mind that uh, that you are you're not worthy or you're not you're just you're just cursed that you dealt a bad hand and it's always going to be that way and you're not going to be able to accomplish things, etc. It's just it's just a reality. That's what happens when you you start off uh, behind the eight ball as a young person based on you know family situation or certain situations you've dealt with and it's not easy to overcome that I know for me personally it took me a long time to overcome that because even though I was I had the will very early on to pursue things and to be ambitious and go after things my biggest hurdle was not the work or the commitment or the focus my biggest hurdle was was getting to the point where I felt like I was you know, worthy of success, of, of having, you know, of obtaining my objectives and my goals. And so that's why I think it's important that I share my experiences with you, because maybe there'll be some relatability and you can change some things for yourself. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about uh, some of the adversities I've faced in my life and how um, at the time they were held. But eventually, they were things that shaped me and molded me that prepared me for better things in my life. And in the end, they were blessings in disguise. And I can honestly say that literally everything that's gone bad in my life technically went went bad, went wrong, and was a difficult time or moment. It 100% every time ended up being a blessing in disguise. I ended up becoming either a better person going down a path that I wasn't on that was better for me than the one I was on. Um, it's just helped me grow and change. It's helped me appreciate things. It's every single experience that's been quote unquote negative eventually turned into a major positive, every single one. And that's why now my mind is trained that when, when things happen to me um, that I get excited. I'm like, okay, this is clearly not working. Things are not going right. This is not easy, but it's because I'm meant to do it a different way or things are supposed to go a different way and it's going to work out better for me. It's always good. That's just, you know, it's just the way I believe, guys. I really believe that everything that happens is for a reason and it's for the good of your life, okay? So, I, my, I went been through a ton of stuff, guys, and it started pretty much when my life started. Um, I grew up in a household that was immensely affected by mental illness. Uh, my mother was severely mentally ill. And you got to understand that I, I grew up in a time where 
Um, it's, that wasn't something you really talked about. There wasn't a lot of treatment for it. There wasn't a lot of uh, discussion. Uh, people just just lived, and people, you know, they, you know, there was you know psychiatrists and things like that, and and there was a lot of medication being handed out, which is basically tranquilizers and and things. But there wasn't a lot of real good resources for either the individual or the families being affected by it. So even though my mom was extremely mentally ill and had a lot of emotional damage and problems, she still was raising us. And um, my mom was uh, an extremely, had an extremely violent temper. Um, the environment in my household growing up was extremely hostile. We never knew when she might just blow up she would blow up it was it was violent and uh extremely terrifying for a young kid and um we never knew what would set her off um it could be anything and uh as you know as time went on it just it just got worse and worse um you know i think i was around 15 16 years old when she finally started getting some real treatment and uh some real helpful treatment that did change her to a degree, but she never really completely changed. So I was, you know, up until the time I was probably 14 or 15, um, it was bad. It was bad. She was, she was just a, a ticking time bomb all the time. And what that did was it created a, a incredible amounts of stress and anxiety in my life. You know, here I was like four, five, six years old dealing with stress and anxiety. I mean, that's not, that's not a good thing. Okay. Uh, you know, we grow up and become adults and there's enough stress and anxiety to deal with as adults. We shouldn't be dealing with that as kids, but unfortunately that was the cards I was dealt. I, I never knew, uh, when she was going to go off and when it was just going to be an ugly scene in, in the place that was supposed to be my, my, my security blanket, my home. Um, and you know, it was, it was very difficult when I would have friends over. Um, I couldn't really enjoy playing with my friends because I always had one ear open, listening for my mom and, and sometimes her voice escalating and I could tell she was about to just go into a rage and I'm trying to play with my friends and, and I know she's about to go off and, and then she would and, and then I'd have to explain and my, my, my friends wouldn't understand what was going on and I'd have to try and explain to them something that I was too young to understand myself. And it was just extremely difficult. It was extremely painful. Um, it was depressing, the anxiety levels. Uh, it was just, just not a good environment. And, um, and it's just, it, it was, it was equally difficult because my mom was also, uh, verbally abusive. Okay. She didn't, you know, she was mentally ill, so she didn't really know how to deal with children. So her means of control was to verbally abuse. And, um, and, and even the worst thing about it was because she had a lot of issues, she was aware of her issues, she just couldn't control them. And she was very concerned in how she looked to the public. Right behind the scenes, she was just, you know, out of control. But somehow she would find control in the public uh, because that's what she did back then. You just sort of hit it. And, uh, and she was so worried about what other people think that she would, uh, you know, she would just go over the top and brag about her kids 
to people, you know, saying how great we were, how good in school we were, what great kids we were. And here she was saying that to people in front of us. But meanwhile, when we were alone with her, she was just making us feel like the worst thing in the world, that we were the worst kids in the world, that we were awful. And, and uh, it was just incredibly confusing. And uh, But it's just amazing, you know, like the resiliency of children. You know, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have much of a childhood, but uh, it did, you know, like I'm very, very thankful because I know people who go through the kind of stuff that I went through. They can go the complete other way. And I'm, I feel very blessed that, you know, I went, I took it in a positive direction. Um, and it made me stronger. It made me, you know, more mature, quicker. Uh, it made me, you know, much stronger in dealing with adversity, other adversities in my life. Things that would, that would uh, <coughs> freak out my friends didn't freak me out because I was... <coughs> excuse me, I was dealing with all this stuff at home that was way worse than what they were worried about. And uh, so that was the beginning of how that adversity started to shape me in good ways, okay? And um, my my way of dealing with it all was, uh, was through achieving things, I guess you could say. Um, I discovered early on that I was, I was so starving for some positive feedback, some, some stuff to feel good about, um, that uh, I turned to school initially, okay, when I, I was a good student, and that got me praised from my teachers, and that was something that I clung to, I guess you could say, and then eventually became athletics. Um, I was a very good athlete, I was an elite athlete, and uh, and it, I was, I was, I became an elite athlete because of my work ethic, because I, I understood fairly early on that Yes, I had some, some athletic ability. I had, you know, a pretty good athletic ability, but I understood that there's always going to be people who are have better athletic ability, who are quicker, stronger, faster. Um, but I understood, thankfully, early on, that if I just worked really hard, okay, whether it be uh, I was a soccer player and a basketball player, you know, as a basketball player, I would shoot um, literally thousands of three-point shots um, because I, that's something I control, and I turn myself into an elite shooter. And um, and I, you know, because of what I was dealing with, I, I wanted that recognition so bad. I wanted to be successful at something so bad because I felt so shitty most of the time that I was able to translate in that into a work ethic. Okay, and and that's was the first positive thing that started to manifest itself out of the, the office situation that I was born into. And, um, and then I discovered entrepreneurship. Um, ironically, um, I had just moved to Italy and I started on a professional basketball career, um, but I had already gotten into entrepreneurship and I, I knew that that was something I was going to pursue. And I got really excited about it because again, like I'd become smart enough to understand that, yes, I could, uh, I was, I, you know, I could, I turned myself into a really good basketball player, good enough to, you know, to play professionally. But I understood that I was still at the mercy of uh, athletic ability, and there's always going to be, you know, people who are more, have more athletic ability, and uh, and on the pro level, uh, almost everybody works extremely hard, 
So I knew it was a game that was going to be tough to really excel in. And when I discovered entrepreneurship, I got excited about that because I knew that there was no, uh, there was, you know, it didn't matter, you know, what talents you had or skills or anything. Just a simple X factor was work. That if you took a good idea and really worked at it, um, you can make it happen. And, and I got excited about that. I was already that was already in my mind when I left to to go to Italy to play. And I had made the decision after a while being there that I just wanted to come back and, and start my entrepreneurial career. But um, again, going through all that stuff, uh, what it did, A, was it allowed me to develop a work ethic. It allowed me to find an outlet in terms of achieving things. And, you know, eventually when I was able to uh, work on myself and uh, deal with the things that I dealt with emotionally and spiritually, and in other ways, mentally, um, and I was able to heal from what I went through as a kid, um, I still had the work ethic. You know, I walked away with that, okay? And I was just, and I was way stronger a person. And, you know, my, my, deal, my, my ability to deal with adversity was just light years beyond most people around me. And I was able to take that and apply it to something productive. So. Um, that's the first thing that I, you know, dealing with an extremely difficult childhood did for me. That was the silver lining, and I'm extremely thankful for that because it served me well in life, okay? Um, my childhood is long gone, and that those difficult moments are long gone. But the, the lessons I learned from what I went through are still with me and are producing for me. And the second thing, probably more important thing, that I learned from going through what I did as a kid was it taught me to be a compassionate person. It, it helped me develop empathy in my life. It helped me to develop a caring attitude and to think about others. Because guys, when you, and I'm sure there's some people listening to this who can relate, but when you go through a ton of pain, when you're in pain, especially from an early age, you're, you develop this, you know, very uncanny ability to spot pain in others. Not only do you spot it, you feel for them. You understand what they're going through. And you just have empathy. You develop empathy. And I'm unbelievably thankful that I went through what I did as a kid because it, it shaped my heart. It shaped my ability to, to feel for people to have compassion and empathy. And I don't know if there's anything more important than that in life. And I'm extremely thankful that going through that did that. And I know a lot of people who, you know, like I, I don't know, maybe if I would have had perfect parents or parents who just did things the right way, um, my, my level of empathy and compassion might not be where it is. And I'm extremely thankful that it is. I'm extremely thankful because I've seen a lot of people that I grew up with who had everything and had great parents and and they're just shitty people. They're just shitty people because um, they never learned any lessons that softened them up and, and, and developed the humanity in them. They're just selfish. And I'm extremely thankful for that. And I'm extremely thankful for going through what I did. I really believe, although it was hell at the time, it was the greatest gift I ever received. It really, it really is. It shaped me in so many ways. And, I'm just extremely thankful for it. And if you're going through that kind of stuff right now, or you have, and 
you're not sure how to deal with it and you're struggling to deal with it. Well, hopefully what I just told you there will help you to sort of see the lessons and then maybe one day too, you can look at what happened to you as a blessing and a gift as well too, okay? Um, that's my childhood. Uh, some other things I've gone through as a, an adult, um, uh, just in this business alone. Um, when I started the business in 2004, uh, within two years, two to three years, I was selling on eBay and within two to three years, I, I had built the, the largest eBay store in Canada. This is around 2006, 2007. I won an award for Entrepreneur of the Year back then and things were going well. And at the same time though, um, that was also the time that um, the governments of both uh, Canada and Quebec um, started to battle with eBay. Um, they were not happy that eBay was not sharing seller information. So they had no way of knowing, um, you know, which Canadians were making money there. And obviously they, you know, they want their cut and rightfully so. I mean, uh, you know, guys, we shouldn't be, uh, we shouldn't be hiding income, you know, like we should be doing things the right way. And, and basically they battled with eBay and in 2006, they actually won in court, um, the right to get access to seller information, uh, eBay seller information. And then what they did is they took that information and they went and looked up all the sellers and guess who they're going to look at first? Well, the guy with the largest eBay store in Canada. So that's one reason. And also because I'm one of the only guys they could actually find because, you know, I actually had my actual information on my eBay account, whereas most people were just made stuff up. You know, you couldn't get away with that today, but back then you could. So, so they found me and they decided to use me as a, a guinea pig to learn how eBay worked. And they basically audited me, audited me four times over a six year period, which was absolutely unheard of. But obviously they, they saw an opportunity to, uh, to get an inside look at how eBay works, how PayPal works and how things were going, how sellers operate so that they can go and train their agents to deal with it. And, and sadly, but true, I, I was the, I was the guinea pig. And he audited me to four, four times in six years. And let me tell you, when it, when it first happened, I doubt that too many people listening here have been through an audit from the government, but it's not fun, guys. And it's not a quick process. It takes long. It starts with first the devastating letter in the mail you get. And then the process of dealing with it all is long and it's drawn out. And it was, it was an unbelievably stressful time for me. Like it was a nightmare. And, and it has nothing to do with whether I did anything wrong, because I didn't. I mean, I'd made the choice from day one to be an honest business person. And, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. But, you know, I first off dealt with, you know, hearing about how, you know, all these stories on TV about how awful government agents are who do audits. And, uh, you know, and I also worried, you know, because I was uh, just learning how to properly keep records and stuff like that. And, um and it's tricky with eBay and I was terrified that I had made some mistakes and I was gonna have a massive bill that I have to pay that would just crush me and it was just a horrible time it was an unbelievably stressful time and um, <clears throat> but like all things in life I got through them and in the end it was just an unbelievable experience and I, I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about it because the things I learned and just now to be able to have dealt with it and not have to worry about it. Guys, you know how many people have businesses 
restaurants, stores, manufacturing companies, big companies that have been in business for years who have yet to be audited. And their, their time is coming. And it's not going to be pretty. And the thing is, is, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I understand how the process works. And I'll tell you what else I learned. Okay, Guys, I talk about this a lot. If you want to have a different life than most people have, well, you have to think differently. And if the masses, if the majority of people you speak to claim to know how something is and how something goes that they know little about, then you can pretty much guarantee that the way they think it is, how it actually is, is the complete opposite. And that's how it was. I was terrified of, you know, told about these crazy, evil uh, tax agents. And the reality is I dealt with four different agents in four different audits. And they were the best people, guys. They were unbelievably helpful, unbelievably fair. Guys, these guys are just there to do their jobs. They're not out to ruin people. They want to help you, okay? And they were so good to me and so fair to me because, you know, first of all, they could see that I was being honest and I was doing my best. And it was just such a positive experience. You know, I had I had agents who helped me on an audit when I got my next audit were helping me. I could call them out and call them as a resource help, you know? So that was the reality of it. So now having gone through that experience, which was, guys, I didn't sleep. I was so stressed. I could not enjoy anything in life because I was terrified. That's how bad it was. And I can tell you right now, I am so happy that I did. I went through that because I learned so much. I'm, I'm so prepared for it now. I have nothing to worry about. I know it's going to come again at some point in time because if you're successful in life, these things happen. You got to deal with them. Okay, it's just part of life. But if you're honest and doing things properly, you have nothing to worry about. Yes, if you're hiding money and you're, you're not doing things above board, yeah, you got a lot to worry about. But if you're being honest and doing things the right way, which is what I'm doing, uh, and helping become an extremely polished business person, financial numbers accounting is my strength now. And it all came because of that. So that experience, which is now long gone from my life, is still benefiting me. So yes, I'm unbelievably happy that it happened because it ended up being an amazing thing in my life, a really good thing, and I'm thankful for it. So that's another, that's example number two. Then the last thing I'm going to talk about is on a personal level, and this is the one that's actually the most difficult to deal with because it's the most recent. And it's it's just something that, you know, you heal from, but you never 100% get over, I don't think. Well, maybe I will. It's just a time. And it's just, it was just a very painful experience for me. And, and that was the um, my relationship with the mother of my children and the woman I was married to uh, coming to an end. And, uh, you know, when it happened, I was, things were really booming in my business and um, life was good. And it, that's just how it goes, right? Like, you know, things could be great, but then stuff happens. And it just does. You know what I mean? And, and it happened to me. And um, a relationship that had been really, really good, um, you know, started to deteriorate and eventually... Um, it came to an end and uh, you know I I own my portion of it um, I take my blame for it um, 
because, you know, that's what being an accountable person is all about, okay? Um, but it was extremely difficult, extremely painful for me, and, uh, and it really slowed my progress for the objectives that I had in mind at the time, okay? Um, I went a good stretch where it was really difficult for me to work. I did, I went through the motions, but it's not who I was. I was not the guy who loved what he did, um, who attacked it with a passion. Um, I did it just to do it, and that, that wasn't me, and that's because I was in a lot of pain, and I was dealing with just some stuff that was unbearable at times, and it changed me a lot, like all experiences do that are extremely difficult. Um, there were at times when I didn't know how I was going to get through it, um, but what got me through it was my previous experiences in life and understanding that um, things happen. And even though they're painful in the moment, you can still keep in the back of your mind that you'll be okay and there's light at the end of the tunnel. And, uh, and I held on to that. And I'm thankful that I had my other experiences in my life um, to fall back on when I was dealing with that because I, I, it would have been even more difficult had I not that as, had that as a basis to work with. Um, and I did get through it, guys. It wasn't easy. I'm still dealing with it. You always deal with it when that, you know, like, you know, when you, especially when you have kids, you know, you, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guilt and there's a lot of things you deal with. Um, but it's life and stuff happens and you, you got to move on. And, and, and I dealt with it. And, and like all situations, I knew that there would be a silver lining in there somewhere. And I kept my eyes peeled for it. And, and the silver lining materialized, okay? Um, you gotta understand my business and what I'm in, okay? Tricky Inc. And it's all, it's easy to understand now because most of you listening to it, you've got some familiarity of, of the industry that I'm in. But here's something I want you to understand that when I started in 2004, this business was not like it was, but like it is today, okay? Thrifting was not cool. 2004. Now apparently I'm cool because I'm a professional thrifter, but I can assure you in 2004, 2005, it was not cool. Okay. I had business my whole life. I had done well in traditional businesses. I had a reputation of being a pretty good entrepreneur. And then all of a sudden I was this professional thrifter and people thought I would have lost my mind. Okay. Um, fortunately I have thick skin and I never really worry about what people think in terms of, especially in terms of business. And I just, I continued on, but I had no way of knowing how this market was going to develop. Okay. It was an extreme niche business that I was in that I loved and I was happy for it. And I knew that I could scale it and I knew I could build it, but I had absolutely zero idea that what I was selling, what I was passionate about, what I was hunting down go from this very niche market into an extremely mainstream market and become an unbelievably powerful force in fashion and in business. I had zero idea, even up until five years ago, six years ago, when I was going through what I was going through, I had no idea that things were going to develop as they did. Okay. Uh, there's no way if you would have told me 
six years ago that opening up Tricky Inc., the concept of it, would thrive in Montreal. It would have led to you crazy. Montreal's not a place for this. You got that's a niche market. You need to you need to expose it to the world. Oh, online's the only way you can do it. And there was no possible way. And, and ironically, at that time, when my relationship really, when the shit hit the fan, I guess you could say, I was starting to go in a, a very different direction, within the same field, but very very different. Okay. And I know myself. If I would have went in that direction, if if I didn't go through the personal difficulties that I ended up going through, I know I would have made it work because that's what I do. Okay, I'm good at it. I'm good at making things work, and I would have made it work. Um, but it wouldn't have been what I'm doing right now, which is, guys, it's my dream come true. It's my dream scenario. I feel like a a kid in a candy store waking up every day that I get to build a business and run the business that I do. And I wouldn't have done that had things not gone the way they did in my personal life. Okay. Ironically, because I was unable to work, I sort of just went through the motions and I stagnated for a couple of years. And when I started to get back on my feet and started to get my my drive to build and my and you know my my dreams and goals and objectives revitalized themselves because I had moved on or made progress in my emotional, personal issues. Um, when I decided to do that, it's almost at the time when the business I'm in now started to develop, started to make its way into mainstream. So you see, going through what I went through in the ending of my relationship that was just devastating. And at the time, even though I understood that good would come out of it, it wasn't very easy to see that because I was just hurting so much. If that had not happened, if things had not gone the way they did, I would not have been able to make the most of the opportunity that presented itself. I would have not been able to, I had no way of knowing guys that the expertise I was developing over this 15 years would become so extremely valuable because of how this business would develop, how things would change and how they would manifest themselves. The timing was perfect. It, going through those difficult personal situations stalled me long enough for the timing and the stars to align that would create the birth of Tricky and the life that I get to live now. You understand that, how profound that is, okay? How profound that is, how perfectly that worked out. And I don't believe it's an accident, I really don't. I really, really don't. I really believe that we are on a path, okay? And stuff is going to happen. There's going to be all kinds of things that will happen in your life that are there to try and knock you off that path. And it really depends on how you react to it. And that's where this thrift amendment comes in about why persistence is paramount. 
why never giving up when things go wrong in your life on your dreams and objectives. Yes, take the time to heal, take the time to rest, take the time to deal with the situation at hand. You're human. When things go wrong, you have to deal with them. You can't just, we're not superhuman that we could just forget about it and be these cold robots and just keep going. Deal with what you have to deal with, but persist in your objective and your goal and your dream to do the things that you want to do, to be happy. Don't give up on it. Persist, persist, persist through the difficult times, guys, because they're, they're coming. Just be aware of them and, and don't give up. Okay, and that's why persistence is so key. I'm so thankful that I persisted through the nightmare of a childhood that I did and tried to find the silver lining and focus on the good that came out of it. I'm so focused at all the, the business hurdles I've had in my life that I've turned them into positives and, I, and they've, they've made, and I, you know, I'm happy that they, they came about because they shaped me and made me stronger and more prepared for the opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm happy that I was able to persist through personal issues in my life and not let them beat me or break me or jade me and just to hang around long enough that I could rebuild my strength so that it led me to my opportunity of a lifetime. And if you're going through stuff or in the future, if you go through stuff, I hope you can remember what I talked about today um, because stuff is going to happen, guys. It's just how you deal with it and how you continue to fight through it to persist and keep striving for that goal of happiness and doing things that you love, guys. So I really hope that was helpful. Um, that was extremely difficult for me to share with you, but I'll tell you right now, I, I feel great. <clears throat> I feel great to have expressed that to you guys. I hope um, <clears throat> you felt the sincerity in it, and I hope it moved you, and I hope there was something that you can use. And hopefully that someday will help you get through your own situations, either you might be dealing with now or in the future. So keep on keeping on, guys. Thank you for listening. If you like the content, please subscribe. And even more so, please share with other people that you think it could help. Um, that's my objective with this, guys. I just want to help people, even if it's only one of you. And I, and I can't get the word out without your help. So I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this and you felt something was valuable here, to please share it. Okay, guys? So thanks for listening, and we will speak to you soon.